This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Time and time again, I have sabotaged my true potential as a jazz musician. And many times I've looked at other musicians and thought to myself, well, I'll never become as good as them because I'm just not as talented as them. And many times I've told myself, well, my brain just doesn't think this certain way, and therefore I'll never be a great composer, I'll never be as good of an improviser, I'll never be able to memorize all that music. Many times I have stabbed myself in the foot because of my limiting beliefs about my musicianship. And my friends, today's episode is all about facing ourselves in the mirror and asking ourselves what limiting beliefs do we have about our jazz playing because they are what are holding us back from becoming the best musician we can possibly be. Let's dig into it. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, He's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. And uh, ah, we've come off of, uh, we, we had Jazz Standards Month last month, where we did a lot of teaching, a lot of uh, theory, a lot of analyzing some jazz standards. Uh, And that was a great month. And today's episode is really more of an introspective episode, an episode where I really want to challenge you today to think about what limiting beliefs are holding you back in your jazz playing. And I believe this is incredibly important to consider because I, as I will talk about later in this episode, I do believe that this is something huge, huge that has held me back in the past. It's something that could be holding you back as well. And I want to spend the time today to talk about this because I believe that if we can shift our mindsets around the beliefs that we have about our musicianships and even about ourselves as people, that we can radically change the trajectory of our capabilities as a musician. And I want that for you. I want that for me too. And so I want to talk about that today. And yes, I know we haven't had a guest on the show for a while. Don't worry. We have some great guests coming up. But today is just a day to breathe and think and think about where we need to improve. All right. So what I'm going to do actually is play about an eight minute clip from a YouTube video I came out with several months ago uh, about limiting beliefs. And I think I said it best in this video. Therefore, I don't think it's really worthwhile for me to try to just repeat it here on the podcast. 
So I'm going to take that clip of audio and then uh, I'll come back to you at the end. Let's listen into this. So today's video is going to be a little different from my regular jazz advice and training tips videos because there's been something on my mind lately uh, and on my heart, something I've been thinking about a lot in my own life, and uh, that's the topic of limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are, you know, really anything that in your life uh, or in music that you believe there's a cap to. You believe that you maybe can't do it for insert your excuse. So I've been thinking a lot about this for myself and I got this email the other day uh, from a subscriber who uh, was invited to join my uh, jazz practicing course, 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing. And the email said this, I'll summarize it because it was a long email, but the email said this, it said, Brent, this looks like a great course, looks like it's exactly what I need, a step-by-step process, practice, training, uh, a program, a community, Uh, but listen, I'm just too old, I don't think that I'm going to be able to learn to hear solos by ear, learn jazz standards by ear, I'm just too old for this, so I'm going to have to pass on this. And, you know, as I was reading this, I was thinking about uh, one of my graduates of my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course, Ina, from Vancouver, BC, in Canada, and how, you know, she's in her mid to late 60s, and in the community board that we have in the course, she's just rocking it. She's posting herself playing Miles Davis solos, she's posting herself improvising over jazz standards, and she sounds great, and she's learning, and she's doing uh, amazing, and she has this great attitude, she's inspiring everybody. And I'm thinking to myself, but, but Ina can do it, why can't you do it? And it's not just that one example, there's, there's so many throughout my entire, uh, my entire career as a jazz educator, an online jazz educator, I've seen many students that are of a, an older generation than me accomplish amazing things. And so I know that that's not it. Um, I've had other people say to me, you know, especially uh, I'm thinking of an example of a classical musician who emailed me once and said, uh, Brent, I'm a classical musician. I'm really good at reading music, but improvisation just scares me. I don't think that I can learn to get off the page and, you know, just improvise or learn songs by ear. This is just something that I just don't know if I can accomplish. But at the same time, I've seen so many students uh, in outside of my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course and inside of it who started with the goal of, I want to get off the page and start learning jazz standards by ear. I can't do it now. I hope that's what I achieve. And guess what? Halfway through, they're saying, this is, I did it. I can learn a jazz standard by ear. I didn't think it was possible, but I can do it now. Um, I've, other, I've had other people say, you know, I want to be able to learn a jazz solo. I have no idea how to learn a jazz solo by ear. This sounds impossible. And then after the first week, I learned my very first jazz solo by ear. I did it, right? So all these limiting beliefs that we, we come up with, we come up with all these excuses of why you can't be the jazz musician, the, the player, the musician that you want to be. And I certainly know that I've done that before too. I've walked into gigs. You know, I live in New York City. There's a lot of great musicians here. I've walked into gigs and, you know, someone who I admired was on the gig with me and thought to myself, I'm never going to be able to play that well, you know, I, you know, I'm not as good as that person. All these limiting beliefs, um, and, you know, in Carol Dweck's book, this is a great book, by the way, I'd recommend, Carol Dweck's book, A Mindset, 
She talks about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And so the fixed mindset is a mindset that says, that walks into a situation like a jam session or a gig and says, you know what, um, someone else is better than me or maybe I screwed up and you know maybe I should just quit. You know, I'm never gonna get that good. You know, I'm never gonna recover from this mistake I made. That's, you know, I should just quit. That's the fixed mindset. You know, there's this belief of how, how high you can actually go and there's this limit there. The growth mindset looks at it a different way. It looks at a situation like that and says, hey, this musician is way better than me and that's exciting <laughs> because that means that I have so much room to grow and I'm gonna slowly but surely get there. And, you know, maybe I made a mistake at this gig. Maybe I got lost in the form or the court changes, but now I know what I need to work on, right? That's the growth mindset. And that's the mindset that we want to be developing as musicians, right? Um, we might think to ourselves, I'll never be able to learn how to play jazz because I don't understand music theory well enough. I've heard that one over and over and over and over again. I don't know jazz theory. Um, someone, uh, left me a comment the other week on a podcast episode where I do this music theory checklist and they totally misunderstood the podcast episode and said, so basically you're saying I have to know how to do everything and know everything about music theory in order to learn jazz. And they completely got me wrong. Absolutely not. You don't have to know hardly anything about music theory to get started because as you go along, you'll learn music theory little by little. So I want to start asking you and get you thinking, what are your limiting beliefs that you're holding on to about your jazz playing? What are those limiting beliefs as a musician that you have that are holding you back from your true potential? Because I always say this, I think becoming a great jazz musician or really any musician in general is 50% mindset, if not more. You know, 50% skill, technique, ability, and then 50%, it's, it's all up here. It's all up here. And I think the first step to overcoming these things is to define them. So I want you to think about it. What are those beliefs I have, those limiting beliefs that I have that are holding me back from my true potential as a jazz musician? Like I said, maybe you're just trying to get started out. Maybe you're looking from the sidelines saying, I'd like to learn some jazz, but I can't do it. That's a limiting belief. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, you know, I've been practicing my practice room for a long time. There's this jam session. I'm never going to be able to play at this jam session. It's too intimidating. I'm never going to get the level that that's possible. That's a limiting belief. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I'm never going to be able to get my own gigs. I'm not good enough. No one's ever going to call me for a gig. That's a limiting belief, right? Or maybe, you know, you have even higher aspirations than that. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I'm never going to be able to make money off of being a musician. You know, I could never make any living of any sort, whether it's a side career or a full-time career, it can never happen. That's a limiting belief right there. What is your limiting belief, right? It doesn't have to be, well, I can't play like John Coltrane and I never will. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. What does, that doesn't really matter. What really wants, matters is what do you really want out of being a jazz musician? I know a lot of my subscribers and maybe you listening, watching right now, you just want to be able to play and enjoy yourself and have fun. Or like the classical musicians that I hear from, maybe you just want to feel that feeling of improvising, right? Getting off the page. You've, you're really accomplished in that area, but you want to be able to improvise, right? So what do you want out of it? And then what is that limiting belief that's holding you back from your true potential? 
So I want you to take a moment right now to think about what those are, all right? We just listened to my little spiel there. <laughs> what, what are those limiting beliefs for you, though? And I want to give you just a little bit of dead air here just to think about it. And just the first thing that comes to your head, the first thing that comes to your head, uh, just list these. Maybe if you're not driving or running or whatever you do while you listen to your podcasts, if you have a pen and paper, maybe write these down really quick because I think it's important that we define them. Like I said, all right, what are those limiting beliefs? All right, if you need a little more time, just feel free to pause the podcast really quick to think about them. And now that you have them either in your head or or written down on some paper, I want you to start thinking about how you can start shifting your mindset to make those limiting beliefs no longer limiting, that you're able to start shifting your mindset more towards a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. Um, And... I also want you to start thinking a little bit about, well, what do you want to get out of playing jazz music? It's so easy to get distracted by all the podcasts, by all the YouTube videos, by all the courses, by all the information people are trying to throw out of you. But what is it that you're really trying to accomplish, right? And, and what are the things that are going to help you get there? What are the things that are going to help you get there? And then what limiting beliefs do you have surrounding that that you wrote down that you have uh, up in your head right now? And, and how are you going to change that? And that's really all I want you to take from today's podcast episode. I just want you to think, and I want you to enjoy music more. I want jazz to be fun for you. I don't want it to be stressful for you. I know I've wasted a lot of my time throughout my career making music stressful, like almost like I loved it too much that I made it a big stressful thing, that I wasn't enjoying the process, that every failure I had was truly something that was crushing my soul, right? Rather than being something that was going to point me in a direction for improvement, for real growth, so that I could reach higher levels, so that I could enjoy playing music even more. That is where I want to get to. That's where I continue to reach for, and that's where I want you to get as well. All right? So let's go out there. Let's crush some of these limiting beliefs together this week. So that's all I have for today. And as I always ask, if you got some value out of this show or any other podcast episode that we have, please leave a a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Helps other people know this is a show worth listening to. So thanks in advance for doing that. And of course, if, if there's a musician that you know right now that could really use this episode, why don't you share it with them, right? Don't keep it to yourself. All right, folks, that's all for this week. I'll see you next week for another episode of the LJS Podcast. See you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter.
Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.